Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Donner. I'm Colin. Holy crap! Whoa, what's up, guys? He lives! Have we been hacked? Has someone, like, managed to get into our podcast feed? I think so. Someone just stripped my voice into all of the other podcasts we've ever done and merged them into one. I don't... What? I live in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Uh, This is Zook. I was going to say that someone hacked into our podcast and just inserted Colin. um, Because, you know, our our top-end security. Zoner, did you make the leak again? I probably did. Yeah, sounds about right. Did you just ask him if he took a leak? Yeah, he did. Hey, the guy leaks a lot. Yes, he leads to leaks as well. Uh, we are currently recording this on Friday, December 30th. It is still 2016. We are in the past, and you are listening to us in the future. We hope that by the time you hear this in the future, we've been able to uh, eradicate disease, poverty, Trump. Um, let us know, you know. Send us back this, uh, send us back through time travel stuff. Let us know how things have gone. We look forward to the future. I'm tired. I'm rambling. <laughs> you are. You are <laughs> rambling a lot. Plus, I think Colin's mere presence has thrown you for a loop. I don't know what to do with him here. You know, I just <laughs> sit here and look pretty. Like, should we like give him some pencils and some paper and just have him color in the corner while we work? Just <laughs> coloring? <laughs> Bring your Colin to podcast give me a, day. Give me a hey, road uh, one coloring uh, book. I'm set. Hey, screw that. I'm keeping that one for myself. You get the printer paper. Ooh, is it dot matrix uh, printer paper, though? <laughs> I don't know where you think I work. Hey, shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio, stitcher.com, Eagle Moss Limited, Radio KSCR, Geek Factor Radio, and by Colin's curvaceous fiance. <laughs> she, is, she is allowing him to to take part in this at the moment so i like i like how he kind of disappeared so he could court her and once he got a ring on it, he's like screw it i'm it's recording sad. now i'm back now I, <laughs> the act is over i left her down with the family so hopefully she's okay down there <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ask you colin um are you you are at your parents house correct uh yeah for the back holidays. in oregon now I'm looking here at the background um, decor in the room from which you are recording. Was this your bedroom as a child? It was not. So this is actually someone else's house. It's not even my parents. They just sold theirs. And so they're just living in some place that they're renting from some people who have like really old feng shui stuff in the back. Okay. Because I was going to say like. There's some old photos there that like just reek of like early 80s, late 70s maybe. Yeah, my parents aren't that old. <laughs> now, I do notice, is that a Sphero BB-8 there? Uh, that is. Uh, oh, is, that, is that yours? Uh, no, it's my fiance's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she actually really wanted one, so it would just kind of follow her around when I'm not around. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fellas, get yourself a lady that wants a Sphero BB-8 and hang on to her, for she is as rare as a precious diamond. Fact. 
<laughs> well, congratulations, man, on Thank you. the whole like pending nuptials and whatnot. Um, I, I I have mentioned a couple times uh, via our various social media outlets that you are now off the market. So, ladies, sorry, sorry, uh, ladies, he is off the market. It's been a been a nice run. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> has it really? No. <laughs> I'm glad to be off the market now. <laughs> now, to to be fair, because it seems usually you would go on a date, we would bring it up in the show, and it would just doom everything. Uh, for instance, random girls telling me they loved me after the first date. Yeah. But hey, they did the listen the to like every one of our podcasts. Oh, that one was horrible. Just talk about creepy stalker. <laughs> hey, I wonder bad. if she still listens. <laughs> she, she's crying. She's crying <laughs> into her ice cream right now. now. Now I know why he won't call he me back. He hates me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this woman he's marrying so I can kill her? She didn't even understand tech stuff, so I don't know why she listened. It was for my charming uh, voice, just, that's why. Is that why you avoided recording with that's us? That's exactly why. Like, for, totally. for fear? <laughs> I faked my own death. If she hears me recording, she'll know. <laughs> Told her I moved off to far, far off lands where there was only 56k modems. Oh. Kansas? <laughs> you can podcast over 56k. It just sounds like a phone call, but... That'd be great. Oh man, I don't miss a modem dial-up sound. Not at all. No, it's horrid. So, um, yeah, we uh, this is a tricky episode, um, because last year, last week we did our 2016 year in review, right? And it was the last episode that our listeners would get in 2016. It's been a week since then. You know, as it typically is. And it's the week of Christmas, it's the week of New Year's, and it's the week when typically nothing at all happens. Yeah. And we hate this week uh, because there's nothing to report on, like, at Although all. Although we do have some Hacks Honor news. Well, yeah. We also have 2016 Sucks news. Um, should we should we poke fun at me first, or let's have fallen? a moment of silence? Yeah, um, our princess is is gone. You know, I gotta say, with all of the celebrity deaths, and I was looking, there's like a lot. There's like celebrity death a week, it seems. Mm-hmm. This past year, but with all those, I really don't care. I don't know these people. You know, yeah, it's sad. I'm no longer going to get to hear certain musicians' music, or at least new music, or whatever the case may be. But they didn't impact. They you. didn't impact me. Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher passing away, that like has deeply impacted me. Which I'm kind of right there with you, and I haven't felt this way since Harold Ramis passed. And see, I was even like not so much with him. I know, but that's because you're a horible human being. Yeah, I am. And I, I, if we want to talk about me being a horrible human being, we could talk about the new Ghostbusters. Uh, but <laughs> I think it got a bad rap. 
I'll just leave it at that and watch you stew in your rage. Yeah, no rage, no rage. There was a good movie in there. It just needed some editing love. Yeah, it it was lacking. Let's be honest here. Uh, Carrie Fisher's passing has gotten probably the most social media about someone passing in forever. Every single area that I looked was Princess Leia. And Bowie, it, the, the same happened for Bowie and for Gene Wilder. And Prince. And Prince. But yeah, I think Carrie Fisher's passing. It, it's interesting, too, because you look at that and she had her heart attack on the plane coming coming home and and she was rushed to ICU. And, you know, we all know the story at this point. And then they come out the next day and they said, yeah, she's in stable condition. And so it's like 2016 said, we're going to take this beloved actress who has influenced an entire generation, well, multiple generations, I would say at this point, of people, and we're going to leave her be, and instead, we're going to take George Michael. And I'm sitting here saying, yay! Well, that's horrible, but I I get what you're saying. And then 2016 says, just kidding. And Carrie Fisher passes away. And then the following day, her mother passes away, which is just heartbreaking. I didn't realize. um, I I mean, I always knew that I was a Carrie Fisher fan for obvious reasons. Though, my favorite role of hers is not Star Wars. Is it the Burbs? No. (laughs) Though that's good, too. (laughs) Um, And it's not Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And it's not um, Austin Powers. Okay. Though she was excellent in Austin Powers. So, don't leave us hanging. Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. She was wonderful in the Blues Brothers. She was... She was incredible. I mean, the the shopkeeper of Curl Up and Die Beauty Salon, who would sit there and do her nails while learning about a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah, she she was wonderful in that. Although, I will say... Being the Star Wars geek that I am, Star Wars is is my favorite Carrie Fisher. I mean, hands down, I absolutely adore Princess Leia in Star Wars. Yeah, and it just it just breaks my heart that she's no longer with us. Which leads me to wonder what's going to happen. Obviously, she was done with filming for Episode Eight. Are they going to have to reshoot it so that she's no longer in episode nine? Or are they going to do a Governor Tarkin on her? Killer? Uh, no. <laughs> no. CG, oh, uh, CGI. Well, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Governor Tarkin from uh, Rogue One or Governor Tarkin from episode four? Because he did die. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But yeah, they. I, it makes you wonder uh, how they're gonna how they're gonna proceed. Well, they did. Uh, amazing CGI on uh, just Princess Leia alone in uh, the ending of Rogue One. Yeah, that was. Incredible. She looked a little bit more fake than Tarkin she did. did. Yeah. She did, but barely. I, I mean, really, both of them could have passed for live, live yeah. actors. Yeah, it, it didn't mm. have that kind of uncanny valley look that we saw with Jeff Bridges and Tron. Yeah. But Disney's been really working with that. Uh, I had forgotten how much, how far they'd come along until uh, I was watching Ant Man the other day, and I had forgotten that Michael Douglas plays a young Michael Douglas playing 
Hank Pym that's, at the beginning. That's right. I forgot about that. And he looked, I mean, he looked CGI. You knew it was CGI, but it didn't look like freaky CGI. Right. It looked like it totally fit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that just, of all the deaths this year, and I know people will, you know, say, oh, how could you say that? This person was so much more important or whatever. Now, as a Star Wars guy, losing losing our princess, that really that really got me. Yeah, she's done some amazing things for especially uh mental uh awareness too and I mean mental, mental health, health awareness. awareness. Thank you. Uh but she's I mean, she was an incredible woman. Everything that she went through and continued to uh help others, so she was probably yeah, one of the cooler people that I ever met at Salt Lake Comic Con. Yeah, she was wonderful. I'll never forget her asking for a Coke. Some dude brings her a Coke, and she kisses him. And I thought, lucky <laughs> bastard. All the glitter <laughs> being like, got, thrown I, into people's faces. <laughs> it's like, I, I got I got Coke. I'll give you Coke. Yeah, But she'd been clean for a yeah, long we time. Yeah, so. we should specify Coca-Cola and not right. cocaine. Well... Now that you've completely managed to uh, bring us down this episode, thank you so much. Sad face. Shall we move on to the headlines? Yeah, let's laugh at me. Although I don't think that I I don't think that I'm involved in this. I might be, but I don't think I am. You are involved in both of the first two headlines. (laughs) Both of them. Probably. So take it away, Mr. You know, Trojan horse. (laughs) Okay, so we all as kids, you know, are familiar with the Topps Trading Card Company. Uh, they make uh, baseball cards, obviously. They do football, other stuff. But they also uh, now do things like Star Wars, uh, Disney, Top Gear, uh, UEFA, Championship League. Apparently, they were notified uh, or warned by a security firm that they had some some weaknesses in, in their infrastructure. And I guess that they recently sent out an email saying, quote, when are more intruders gain unauthorized access to their systems? And to elaborate, they said uh, they may have gained access to names, addresses, email addresses, phone numbers, credit or debit card numbers, card expiration dates and card verification numbers for customers who made purchases between July 30th and October 12th of this year. So, if you've bought anything directly from Tops from their website, which is why I think I'm safe because I think all my purchases went through the the Google Play Store. Um, if you have if you've made any purchases, you may want to keep an eye out. Uh, they are giving a free year's worth of identity theft protection, though. So, which oh, is good. typical. Which is typical. I mean, I'm currently running like three of those concurrently so are you are you feeling triple protected no i'm not (laughs) i think that it's the most worthless thing ever what's really great have you ever actually gotten a notification from any of these companies purporting to protect your identity saying oh by the way tops has been hacked and you have information there i have not However, I we report on this more than they do to you. I have received emails saying, "Oh, somebody tried to open up a loan in your name." That was me. Um, if you look at the bank where the loan was opened up at, 
it's like two blocks from my house. You know, do a little bit of common sense. Odds are, yeah, it was probably me, but thanks for the notification anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, warning, we've noticed someone trying to use your identity to do a podcast. (laughs) Don't worry, we've stopped them. Yeah. So, Tops, thank you. I don't believe hashtag HackZoner is in effect on this one. However, it might be. I don't know. You know full well it, it is. Probably you've is. used the you've used Tops um Android app as your favorite multiple I times. I have. I have. And so that's why I say I don't think it is cuz I'd made my purchases through the through the Google Play Store. So, I don't know. I guess time will tell. <laughs> I think what I, we should learn from this is to never go to any of your favorites. I think so. I think we actually need to create a rolling list of everything that Zoner has signed up for, every service he uses, and just everyone do something opposite. You know, that's it's not a, a bad idea. To our listeners. You know, I was in I was in a, a store right before Christmas, and I've tried to use uh, Samsung Pay exclusively when I go to the store, just because of the added security with credit card theft and whatnot. And I had the lady ask me, she's like, why do you, why don't you just use your card? Why do you use your phone? And so I, I explained to her, this is why I do it. And she said, oh, nobody ever gets their information stolen. And I just looked at her and I'm like, are you an idiot? Have you heard of this little uh, place called Target? There's a Target next door to y'all. There's a Home Depot a mile away. Both of them lost my information. Oh, jeez. And she's like, Really? <laughs> like you, you need to you need to pay attention, young lady. Chances are good that, um, and I'm sorry if this is going to sound condescending to people, but chances are good uh, a store clerk is probably not so caught up on the world. I think you're right. Probably. Um, also, in hacks honor, the Russians hacked our elections <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> Uh, and I'm confident this is a hack Zoner thing because, well, Zoner, are you a registered voter? I am. There you go. There you go. Do you live in America? I do. There you go. They were after Zoner. They weren't trying to sway our elections. They were actually just after Zoner's identity. Zoner, get that, out of here. Go to yeah. Canada. Exactly. That's something that the CIA hasn't been telling you. Obama's been really hush on that one. You know, I'm surprised I haven't had government entities knocking on my door saying, dude, what's up? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yeah. If your identity were to disappear, like the entire internet would just collapse. Like there's so many things tied into it. I, You're like internet Jesus. <laughs> oh, you know, you know that game Pickup Sticks? I'm like that one stick where if you move it, everything else is going to move. Because my identity is tied to everything. See, you say that, and just because of who I am and how my mind works, I want to take that a dirty way, but it just kind of doesn't. No. Like, it doesn't work it, out. It doesn't, and I know that you're trying to, because I can see your your mouse wheel squeaking in your head. I'm trying so difficult so hard i can't talk screw it okay so russia hacked our elections they hacked the uh the dnc um they they hacked the gop 
they released things about the DNC. They swayed public opinion. Look, this isn't propaganda. This is just fact at this point. We kind of knew it when it was happening. It's been confirmed by multiple intelligence agencies around the world. Um, And guess what? The Obama administration is not taking this laying down. They are taking action. They're taking so much action that they just imposed some sanctions against two different Russian intelligence agencies. Didn't they also kick out like 35 Russian diplomats from somewhere? Well, no, technically it's they kicked out 35 Russian intelligence operatives. And this... This opens up a whole new set of questions to me. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Were these guys like registered somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Although I. Welcome to the United States. How long will you be staying? Oh, indefinitely. Okay. Purpose of your visit to gain covert intelligence on you. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> it's like. I, seriously. It's, it's like that TV show, The Americans. Holy crap. But I love how the Russian embassy over in the UK responded. They posted a duck meme that said lame. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody is taking this president serious at this point. I, what can he do? He can kick uh, out I, diplomats, I'm, quote unquote. I, he the only thing he can do in the next what is it 20 days 21 days is pardon some criminals kick out some diplomats and show up or not to the next president's inauguration yeah that's really all he has left so it's like i i kind of get it he can't enact sweeping change for the last 20 days of his presidency but that's not even what really bothers me about this. Again, it's like, so wait, how do you know these 35 people weren't just Russians, like students or steel workers? Or don't get me wrong, I have no doubt they actually were intelligence operatives. But how do you know they're intelligence operatives? If you know they're intelligence operatives, what are you letting them, what are you doing letting them in the country in the first place? Yeah, I, I don't know. Furthermore, how do you impose sanctions against a foreign intelligence agency? You don't let them hack your computers anymore. <laughs> like you have a choice? You close the ports that they were yeah. using. Okay. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any sense. Hey, you know that mailbox you're using as a dead drop? We've put up a, a fence around it. You can't do that anymore. We put a padlock on it. It, won't, it will like, not oh. open. Foiled again by Master Locke, you American imperialist scum. I, you sounded Asian there. <laughs> well, it's the only accent I can do. That and Schwarzenegger, because everyone on Earth except Schwarzenegger can do a Schwarzenegger. Did you see he's someone... hosting The Celebrity Apprentice now? What? <laughs> yes. I want to watch just to see that. How is It is he the hosting? end times. I don't know, because Trump is president man? now. I don't know. He'll, like, teach him how to get all roided up and fired. bang maids and stuff. I don't know. I will just put a, a little baby in your belly. <laughs> While they get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! You know, it's, it's, it's going to be nothing but catchphrases the entire time. I hope. You're fired. 
but you'll be back. <laughs> you won't be back. I I I, I just want to watch it, dude. Because just reminded me of Michael Scott. I know now why you cry. <laughs> it's like the office. I'll be back, and I am back. <laughs> How fun! So, I, I I'm dead serious about this though. This makes absolutely no sense. I've always been as, under the assumption, and I'm fairly certain I was safe in this assumption that foreign intelligence agencies were getting information from us because we couldn't stop them. That's generally how it works. Right? It's spycraft. You're doing this because we can't stop you or because we want to let you do it for misinformation or to, for misdirection or something. This makes it sound like, and this is an article from Engadget, which is not a political powerhouse, but it's quite a write-up, and it's from the New York Times. It makes it sound like, oh no, we've been freely trading some secrets, but we're going to cut you off now. Because, you know, you have no other way of getting these secrets on your own. Cough, hack, cough. Ah, <laughs> uh, true. I... This is this is going to sound distasteful. It is distasteful, and I apologize, but it's the best analogy I can come up with. You have a gunman about to walk into a school filled with children, and you have someone standing in front saying, Oh, nope, I'm not going to let you do that because I just made this a no-gun zone. Yeah. I, I thought you were going into like a kindergarten cop analogy for a second. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i realize that's a really really distasteful analogy to bring up it totally is but it kind of fits here yeah it's it's interesting i don't know what i i don't even know anymore i i really don't yep um let's skip the next one let's kind of move it towards the bottom here um facebook had an error this last week and we know what that means it means they blocked someone's freedom of speech and tried to cover it up by saying um that there was an error and it was totally an accident this time it was a journalist who was slamming trump supporters calling them a nasty fascist sorry fascistic lot did i even say that right is that even a word fascistic Fascistic, yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Let's roll with that. I know what it means. I know what he's trying to say. I don't think it's a word. He's trying to say they're fascists. Right. And many of them are. Sorry. Not all of them. Many. There are a lot of them. Um, but guess what? That's his right to say that. And it's your right to say he's full of crap and to not read his stuff and do whatever. And Facebook immediately banned him and then deleted the post and blocked him for 24 hours. Now, he's a journalist for The Guardian. So The Guardian reached out to Facebook and said, uh, what's going on here? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, it was removed an error. There was a system problem. Uh, sorry, we didn't mean to do that. We'll go ahead and put it back in. Again. 
you know, I've never had any of my posts deleted. I've never had ever. any that I've noticed. I've called a lot of people stupid. I've called out a lot of hip- hypocrisy. I've made inappropriate jokes with friends and family. You know, nothing that I think is horrible. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it because, again, I'm the same person online that I am in real life. But I've never, ever, ever had any of my stuff edited or deleted. Yeah, I haven't either that I'm aware of, like I said. You think maybe if I was a journalist, it would? Technically, we are. We do get press access to events. We do. This is true. We do report, we do report on things. On things. So I technically we are journalists. As odd as that sounds, incredibly odd. It's kind of cool. I feel powerful. I guess it just means that we don't actually have enough people following us. Either that, or we're not pissing off the wrong people, or the right people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're not pissing off some group of people that would... I've worked very hard over the last four years to piss off nearly everyone on the planet. You know, I'm pretty sure at some point we have. In fact, I'm pretty sure that I go through most days pissing off almost everybody that I come in contact with to some extent. Here, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start over here. It's 2017, whole new year. Let's start over. Paul, you look Scottish. Unless you are Scottish and then you look Irish damn drunks <laughs> just like to fight rough you sound english <laughs> colin i'm sure your family is a bunch of hippies and pot smokers well it is or say hi to you. <laughs> say hi to your mothers for me <laughs> oh oh so we had a family reunion tonight right and one of the guys is going around talking about uh, phones and wanting like the iPhone seven plus. And one of my uh, cousins in law, I guess you would call it, uh, was gloating about how he has this awesome Blackberry. <laughs> and Did trying, you just, like stand up and I punch was him? like, oh no, oh no, because he's just like, check it out. I can flip it down and it's got a keyboard on it. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like trying to get my uncle to realize he needs to switch to a Blackberry. And I'm just like, oh, all you have to say no. is, oh, you mean that company that doesn't make phones anymore? Uh-huh. <laughs> is he an employee of Blackberry? No. He's like a school teacher or something. That's like, that's like saying, hey, look. That new AMD CPU you got looks really nice in that IBM laptop, but you know what's really awesome? My Tandy 400. Tandy computers are where it's at. You really need to get one. Dude. 386 like, chipset. E- where would you even get one? Yeah. I just got a bunch yeah. of games off Steam this week that I would play like on my old 386. And I'm wondering, are they even going to run on my Windows 10 machine? (laughs) They will run. They will run faster than you can control. Hold on. I'm not done with my tirade, okay? (laughs) Canadians, you made Blackberries. Oh, And Celine Dion. And Bieber. Don't forget Bieber. You know, Bieber's songs have improved. 
Let's be honest oh, here. Oh, Justin he's Bieber. Up, he's gotten a little better. <laughs> Justin Bieber is punishment <laughs> by Canada to the U.S. for all of our jokes about Canada. <laughs> he's like the herpes of the music industry. <laughs> Release the Biebers. <laughs> they have made fun of us one last time. <laughs> France, you're all technological Neanderthals. You have no clue what's going on. Did you ever think that Canada sent Justin Bieber here to try to get more people to go to Canada? Because if they try to get him banned here, then maybe more people flood in over there. That makes my brain hurt to even try and process. You're welcome. Holy <laughs> Anyway. I've run out of steam. We need to keep moving on here. Uh, so Facebook, I think, is becoming a shadow organization. It It's come to light that they've made... We, let's get this out of the way. We know that Facebook gathers all of our online information. Even when we're not on the site, they gather information on us, right? Which I hate. Yep. hate. Yeah, we, we know that. And if you have it on your phone, and let's be honest, probably if you have a Facebook account you do uh then they're tracking your phone too well and even if you don't like the galaxy s7s facebook comes pre-installed it does not come off your phone unless you root and so you may have facebook on your phone even if you don't use facebook yep well it um it turns out that facebook has also been buying up our offline information as well it buys other information from data brokers and data miners about our income, our types of restaurants we like to go to, how many credit cards we own. Um, but the thing is, is that this is all offline information. Yeah. It's tantamount to them hiring a whole bunch of private investigators to follow every one of us. I don't like them. I really don't. The longer that Facebook exists, the more I dislike Facebook. Yeah. It's it's kind of a necessary evil for me at this point, but I really do not like them. Did you guys see the latest Jason Bourne movie? I did not, although I believe I have it. Statistically speaking, no, none of us did. Perfect. So, in the movie, uh, there's this, like, huge startup company that's that, um, oh, what was it? It's basically this, this dream cycle or something like that. And basically, any of the information that they have in this world is, like, stored privately to them. No government agencies can get in, anything like that. But secretly... There's someone like within the government agency that's actually like funding it and trying to get it to push forth. But it sounds kind of like that. I don't know. I feel like the government does have their hands in there somehow. Uh, yeah. That's true. The U.S. doesn't need to impose sanctions on Russian intelligence agencies. Russia just needs access to Facebook. And you know what? They've got it. We I, I mentioned this last last episode, I think, how it seems like there's a lot of Russian propaganda peddlers that make comments on Facebook and that do things on other websites, making comments and whatnot. In fact, I was on Reddit today reading about something 
I think it was the the Russian quote unquote diplomats that were thrown out. And all of a sudden, somebody starts saying, oh, uh, they don't teach this in American schools, but this is how it really was during the Cold War and during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I'm like, are you Russian? Because it sounded like the guy was Russian. I, I, I mean, they're all over the place. I wonder if that's who they actually kicked out. Just a bunch of bloggers. <laughs> that would be awesome. And completely encapsulating just how pitiful the sanction and, and deportation issue is. Um, so, yeah. Facebook can eat it. You you tell it, Zook. Well, we, we have a family-friendly rating on this show, so. <laughs> how many times have we blown that out of the water, though? Uh, a couple times, yeah. Um the last one for this particular, you know, the scary tech, uh, there's new malware out that kind of tricks you into getting it on there. And this, the way it does it isn't new. This has been doing it, uh, different malware proprietors have been doing this for years. Um, you're often told if you are sent spam, don't click on it. Even if it says click here to unsubscribe, don't. Right? I hate that. Well... That. They're doing a a new way here. Um, ICANN, which is the organization that registers and maintains registration of all internet servers and name servers. Uh, they're the ones who manage all .com, .org, .edu, all the high-level stuff there. If you get blacklisted from them, that's bad. Because that basically means your website is no longer available to the rest of the world. It's there. It's just been portioned off into a little pocket dimension and no one can access it. Like a Green Lantern. <laughs> I don't know if that simile is going to work for people, but there you go. So what this ransomware does is it sends you a bogus blacklist thing saying, hey, you've been blocked. Um, click here to like petition to have this removed or to get removed from the blacklist. And it's that that you click on that launches this ransomware. And we all know how wonderful that is. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. People, stop clicking on emails. That means you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Okay, what else we got? Okay, so let's get into fun tech news. How's that? Sure. Okay, well, this isn't fun. It's funny, but not fun per se. Apple is not selling as many iPhone 7s as it, it had kind of planned, kind of hoped, kind of wanted to. It has not been a good year for Tim Cook. Well, you know, I think when you try and sell that much BS, um, it happens. That dude's like waist deep, if so, not deeper. I got one of the new MacBook Pros, right? Because okay. I've got to test them out for work. And tough all being they you. have on it, right? It's just terrible. Well, it is tough being me when I have to literally have seven different dongles to actually utilize it. If I want dual monitors, that means I need to have two separate dongles for my displays that I have to plug into my laptop. 
if I want to have a USB device connected, that's another dongle I have to have. Ethernet, another dongle I have to have. You need a, one for Ethernet as well? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, I remember talking about the, the dongle nightmare when this was announced, their, their new line of products was announced. And, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't actually talked to somebody, though, about it who has had to live with it. Yeah, so it's a it, pain in the butt. Like, I'm on vacation right now, and I have to use my old MacBook Pro to even podcast right now because I didn't bring any of the dongles with me to plug in my mic. So, as a guy who makes the decisions for your purchases and whatnot, is that something that's a game game breaker for you is that a deal breaker or is that something because we need to stay up to date on you know the latest technologies and especially for our creatives um you know our videographers and our graphic designers but how would that more high powered how how would that compare if apple had a docking station an official docking station that had a docking station it'd be perfect yeah, but as it is, your company is sold, is on the hook like, for all those dongles. Yeah, exactly. And Apple has never been known to sell a docking station. And the good docking stations out there, I think it's Henge Dock, they're like $500 per dock. It's a ridiculous wow. price. Hmm. You know, I know of a little company called Dell that actually sells laptops ah. for about $500 and then another 50 for a good dock, a dock built specifically for it. Yeah, but it's Dell. I will, oh, right. I will, I'm sorry. I only... I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just pay three times as much for half the product. Okay. Sounds hey, good. <laughs> I will go Lenovo any day over Dell. Dell, I believe in for servers. They make great servers. They make crappy business and computer models. Yeah, mine are working fine. And you know what's really great about Dell? They actually managed to sell their quota of products, which is unfortunately this headline because Apple hasn't been. It's because everyone else already has an iPhone. Everyone who wants an iPhone has an iPhone. And that's a very specific thing we need to point out there. It's a very important difference. The people who want an iPhone already have one, and they already have a perfectly good one. Unless, you know, the screen stops working, or it shuts itself down, or it goes into a boot loop, or um, it was exposed to air in the manufacturing process, <laughs> or the company is insulting their intelligence by telling them that they're using it entirely incorrectly, or that At they bashed it they're in. they're not making bombs. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Yet, or any more, the Apple Newton was a bomb. Oh, if, if, you, awesome. if our younger listeners don't know what a, a Newton is, it was a, it's a real thing, and it exploded a lot. Calling props for that. That was awesome. Thank yeah, you. that was a that that was a true sick trouble burn oh, right there. So Ooh, we haven't had a hashtag trouble burn for a while. No, no, this is a callback. So I haven't even heard about a couple. Family. I know. We we um a couple of weeks ago we talked about how Tim Cook was saying, "Oh no, 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 uh, Apple Watch is doing better than ever," and he tried throwing out this ridiculous claim, saying 
uh, what was the the term he used? It basically meant that all of the ones that have been ordered by stores have been received by stores. Yes. Or, or no, all the all the watches that have been ordered by stores have been sold by stores. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. said that that's a crap percentage because if the store orders two and sells both of them, that's a hundred percent. But that's a crap sales number. Oh, total. Um, we get the feeling this is the same thing happening with the iPhone Seven. Uh, so much so that they're cutting production of them by ten percent. Is it 10%? Yeah, 10%. Is that the wrong number? Yeah, they're, they're cutting production yeah. by 10%. Oh. But interestingly enough, they curbed production of the iPhone 7 um, in September by around 20% already. So, I mean... Sorry, yeah, they're they're curbing the iPhone Seven Plus ten percent. Yeah, so I mean, they're just they're just cutting all their all their production because they're not meeting demand. Well, also they are getting ready for the iPhone Eight, or they're exceeding you, demand rather. You know they are because this is the pattern. Yeah, and typically, Apple has continued production of last year's flagship. Up until, and sometimes even after, the announcement of the new flagship, because then they give the last year's model at a price break, right? And this has worked to great effect for them in the past, because they've been able to go, okay, you know how you really wanted an iPhone 4, but you couldn't afford one? Well, here's the iPhone 5, and the iPhone 4 is now $100 off. And it's worked great. But when it's like, hey, you know that phone you didn't want to buy, so you didn't? Um, well, now we still have it for $50 less. And everyone's like, yeah, I, I, I still don't want to buy it. <laughs> well, I think a lot of that, too, is a lot of people are in, you know, these two-year contracts with their provider. It takes sometimes two years to actually pay off the price of the device. Well, exactly, yeah. And really, a lot of people just don't want to go back and get into more debt i guess you would say in buying another phone because it still increases their mobile plan and they have to continue paying that until they finally their device finally breaks on them and then well and not just that but it's in my um in my example that i just gave of last year's flagship model why go into debt why add to your mobile plan for last year's tech if you are going to do it do it for the most current one the most common and i think a big problem with the iphone 7 was it just simply didn't add enough oomph for lack of a better sound it, it didn't it, and we and apple's not alone this way we talked about it with like the galaxy s6 the s7 was just a huge jump from the S6, and the S6 didn't do so great in numbers, but the S7 did wonderful. I think the iPhone 7 is the same way. It just didn't do enough. The iPhone 6 was a great phone. I would agree People... with the iPhone 7. The iPhone 7 Plus had a lot of awesome features, and that camera on the back of it is actually phenomenal. It's taken some of the best pictures that I've ever seen. So buy a camera. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but do you really want to carry around a DSLR camera every single if day? If you're the your type life? of person who's buying a phone for the camera, yeah, you probably are. Sometimes not. I mean, for instance, and I'm just throwing this out, a lot of those YouTube people, they'll buy phones and they'll use the phones to 
do all their recording. You know, they don't go out, buy a nice webcam, and do it that way. They'll just use their phones to do all of it. And so it's a great option for those individuals who want that higher quality. Tell you what, next time we uh, work with Idiot Box Productions, we'll ask them why they aren't walking around the Comic-Con floor with an iPhone. Uh, you know, those guys at Idiot Box Productions will probably tell you that this guy named Colin, who's awesome, has a really, really, really nice camera and some awesome lenses. <laughs> huh. Huh. Almost like they're purpose-built for exactly what you're oh, trying to do weird. and not part of an overpriced phone. Yeah, but I'm not saying, Just like, saying. production saying. YouTubers. Like, people who are doing makeup tutorials or stuff like that. Oh, so teenage girls. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so iPhones are popular with teenage girls. Headline, breaking news. Thanks. Oh. Stolen droids, breaking the news from three years ago. <laughs> okay, so into actual fun upcoming news. Hyundai, I know, we never talked about this. Hyundai is coming out with a new SUV. It's a new version of the Tucson. Why do we care? Why do we like Hyundai? We don't. But it's a hydrogen fuel cell. And not just that, it is their phase two fuel cell. Which is weird, because even though I actually follow this industry, I didn't know there was a Phase 1. Like, I knew that Honda had their Clarity vehicle, and Toyota has their own, and I think Ford's been working on one. But I didn't know Hyundai not only already had one, but is bringing out a second one. And it's supposed to get 300 and, what is it, like 48 miles to a tank. Now, if you're not familiar with this, what's a fuel cell vehicle? A fuel cell vehicle is an electric vehicle. However, instead of using batteries that you have to plug in and charge, it uses compressed hydrogen. You pull up to a pump, you hook the thing on, you transfer compressed hydrogen, basically liquid hydrogen, into your vehicle's tank, and it uses that to generate electricity. The byproduct is quite literally water, because the spent hydrogen then bonds to oxygen and releases water vapor. And for that, you get power. When the tank is empty, you just pull into another station and refuel, just like you're used to doing in every other car you drive. Now, with that putting off water vapor as the exhaust, so to speak, it's going to make it real hard for people to kill themselves in the garage by putting a... Right, you'll just, like, you'll, you'll ruin some of the clothes that you have left out there, and you might warp... Uh, that wooden project that your wife was working on but never got around to. Yeah. Um, but it'll be great for your face. <laughs> so, the new yeah, detox. that's cool. Now, currently, these vehicles are only in um, Southern California uh, for obvious reasons. Right now, it's like six degrees outside where we are in Utah. Um, Colin, it's probably a little bit chillier there, but yet not quite as chilly as it is here. Colder regions don't tend to do well when actual water is coming out of the tailpipe. Um, we have an effect called freezing. I know. New stuff. Again, we're breaking, breaking all sorts of new news here. But still, this is really exciting technology because hydrogen happens to be the most abundant element in the universe. Is it so really? Is, it really is. Okay. Just, I, uh, okay. 
it's only slightly above unobtainium. Oh, oh, good. Good, good. So, um, in and other news, Samsung is bringing out a new display that they'll be announcing at CES called a quantum display. Now, I guess this means it's both on and off at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I don't understand this because, I mean, we've got HD, okay, that's that's been on the scene for a while. Then they came out with the 4K. Has 4K really become so widely adopted that we now need to move on to the next big thing? Well, I think it just needs to be made a little bit more obtainable. I'm using a 4K display right now. I have a, uh, what is this? This is like a, a 30, no, this is a 28-inch 4K uh, monitor that I use to do this show. It's also part of my gaming rig and everything else. And I apologize and, for you having to look at me in that high of definition, by the way. Well, that's just it, because Google Hangouts, which we use, isn't set to do it that high resolution. And you don't have a 4K camera. And True. So even though you're in 4K, you're still only about an inch by an inch, one inch squared. Everything is smaller but clearer. I just have more real estate, if you will. And a lot of the devices right now are finally just coming out with 4K support. Uh, you know, last year there was barely anything that was 4K. Uh, yeah, we had these keep screens, in mind, but nothing was usable. And keep in mind, we've been going to CES for years. We're not going this year. We're going to be missing it, uh, missing Whitney Avalon, who will be doing a panel there. Um, but 4K and 8K have been at these shows for years, years and years and years, saying, hey, this is the future, this is the future. I think what this is, uh, this Samsung's new display, it is a 4K. Uh, it comes in 27 and 31 and a half inch. It's curved, which is cool. It has like zero bezel design, so you can put them together. Um, it's OLED. It's gorgeous, and it has a one millisecond... Uh, response time per pixel so it's even good for gaming it's kind of funny because if you go to samsung's actual release notes for it it says one m slash s which is one meters per second i don't know how this monitor can move at one meter per second uh that doesn't sound good for gaming it sounds like it's being thrown at a wall um but they mean one millisecond I see this kind of technology in 2017 making 4K easier to get into. So I hope so. I hope so. We didn't think we were going to have enough to fill an hour. We're surprised, but we did have we did have stuff we wanted to talk about still. Well, um, predictions mainly. I think we should actually hold off on that until our CES episode, which will be coming up in a week. It sounds good. Okay, so into our favorites. You guys have favorites for the year. Mine is just favorite for a week, and it's Homestar Runner. We've mentioned it a couple times on the show, and if not, if you don't remember, I'll remind you. Homestar Runner was originally a children's book, and I remember reading the children's book at a dentist office when I was younger. And I thought it was a really funny-looking thing. And then years later, a Flash cartoon came out. And I didn't really put two and two together until they flat out said, yeah, that's our book. And it all came 
crashing back. Well, they've released a new video um, pointing out that 20 years ago they made that book, and then they immediately went about making the second book, but it never got made, and they forgot about it. So they've made a new Homestar Runner video with the script from the second book with uh, with strong, bad narrating. It's wonderful. I mean, if you're at all nostalgic for the times when you got to see a Monday email, you want to check it out because it's just great. Uh, my favorite uh, for this year is a game that has been on P- PC since February, end of February. It is coming out on Xbox shortly, I believe, if it's not already out. It's Stardew Valley, little indie game uh, where it's basically a country life RPG. Uh, you inherited your grandfather's old farm in Stardew Valley, and you go about to make yourself a new life. You meet new friends, you influence people, and you do a lot of fishing and mining and fishing some more. And then you harvest some crops. It's really quite addictive. A simple concept, but you look at it and it's straight out of a Super Nintendo. Uh, It reminds me of the games that I used to play that I would pick up uh, during the last hour of the video store being open for 50 cents, and I would stay up till 4 a.m. playing it. Uh, just one of those great, fun, little, innocent games. Great for kids. Uh, it's on sale right now on Steam. If you haven't picked it up already, uh, you can get it for less than 10 bucks, I believe. Uh, just good fun. Check it out and let us know what you think because I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it. All right. And then my favorite is probably the favoritest favorite of all times. Uh, the Squatty Potty. Uh, it is a uh, device that basically just kind of sits under your toilet. You pull it out. It fits perfectly around it. Uh, and you put your feet up on it when you're using the bathroom. And what it does is it actually uh, allows your colon to open up more. Because as humans, we're more designed to squat when we're leaving ourselves than just sitting and so it helps things clear out a lot faster uh and might i say it has been a pleasure using it now i believe that that was my favorite when it came out but just based solely on the on the video that they had released the commercial for it whereas you've actually used it so i mean that's that's good review there it is Dang it. I thought we were going to go all day without hearing that someone else died. Who just died? What? Tyrus Wong. You probably don't know him by name. He was a Disney animator, a classic animator, and one of their legends. He basically uh, did all of Bambi. That entire era of Disney animation was him. 106. That dude's ancient. Yeah. Ancient Chinese I thought we, secret. Ancient Chinese animator, eh? <laughs> so I thought we were going to make it a full day. It's like it's almost over. We just have to make it another 36 hours. Jeez. Yeah, it ain't happening. All right. With that kick in the crotch, that's our episode this week. Let us know how we're doing. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Give us a call 801-917-GEEK. Follow us on Twitter. 
maybe wean yourself off Facebook a little bit. Uh, and until next time, cheers. Okay. Great 2017. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.